0: And welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I don't know where you guys are right now, if you're listening or if you're watching. You can watch us on YouTube or you can listen to me on the Veritas app or at 1350 AM if you're up in the Northeast or any podcast app that you like. But I want to talk about something more interesting than where you're listening or watching. I want to talk about something that I bring up a lot. We all know I have a cousin who wrote a Broadway show and at this point, all my other cousins are thinking, why doesn't she mention what I do for a living? And um, that's a good point. But we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about this Broadway show, shall we? Because here's the thing. My cousin, Barbara Anselmi, as you all know, if you've been watching and listening, wrote the theme song to this amazing show and her bestie, Mamie Paris, sings it for me. And she's a big Broadway actress. Well, Mamie and I were blessed enough to be asked to go to Barbara's opening of her big Broadway show. Now, you would think that would be enough to get me excited. Just the fact that I got to go to opening night of a Broadway show and, and all the exciting things. But let's get real. If you, okay, there are really important people that go to openings, okay? And by really important, I mean famous. <laughs> so, and I'm going to get, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I had heard a rumor that Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Hauser himself, or if you know how I met your mother, Barney, was going to be at my cousin's opening. Neil Patrick Harris, okay? So my life's work (laughs) became very clear to me, and it was to meet Neil Patrick Harris at this opening night. Well, Mamie was also going to be there. My husband was there. My parents were there. Obviously, they're not as important. I That was a joke, everybody. (laughs) They were very important, but I was focused. Now, I got a little sidetracked because some other, I didn't think about other people being famous there. For instance, one of the stars in my cousin's show was Tyne Daly. If you watch Cagney and Lacey or any of those, you know who Tyne Daly is. Here's what I didn't know about Tyne. Her brother is Tim Daly. Some of you might know Tim Daly. I grew up watching Wings. They are brother and sister. They're like, I don't know, 15 years apart. But Tyne and Tim Daly are related. So Tim Daly was there. So I started freaking out because I'm like, I love Wings. I love that show. He didn't care. Um, Also, I didn't. Like, think about Rosie O'Donnell was there because at the time she had a show. You had Kelly from, you know, I don't even know what her show is called now. But at the time, I think it was Regis and Kelly. I don't know. Um, Lots of different people. There were a lot of old school 80s people because the guy who directed it was David Hyde Pierce. You might know him as Niles from Frasier. So we had Judith Light was there from Like, who's the boss? Anybody who grew up in the 80s, you guys are going to love this. I mean, I was geeking out. There were all these really famous 80s. Okay. And I couldn't see Neil Patrick Harris. The one person I wanted to see, I could not find Neil Patrick Harris anywhere. I'm running into all these people. I didn't care. I had one focus. Okay. NPH. I wanted to meet him. I wanted to see him. Our table that we were seated at at the after party. Okay. We go to the show. The show was fantastic. It was so funny. And then we're at the after show, the after show, the after party. And Mamie's bringing me around and she's introducing me to people. Victor Garber's there. I don't even care. I'm like really looking around, looking around, looking around. And my back is to Kelly, um, whatever her name is. Anyway, I can't think of it. And all these other people, the cool kids were sitting right here and we're right there. I don't care. I have an eye line to the buffet table. Okay, I can see it at all times. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, the clouds open up and Waters part and Neil Patrick Harris walks over to the buffet line alone. And this is like in the middle of the party. So we had already eaten. There's nobody else up there, just Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. So I was like, game on. This is happening. He's here. And so I get all excited. And I go up and I get a fresh plate (laughs) because you're supposed to do that. It's a health regulation. And he has a plate and I look at my husband and I give him a signal to take a picture. And I give him the old signal and he takes a picture. You can barely tell what it is, but it's there. Okay, everybody. And it counts. And I look at Nathan and I say, are these the potatoes you were talking about with the cheese? Like seriously. Like that's what I that's what I say. Cause I didn't want to walk in and be like, oh my gosh, how I met your mother or Doogie Hauser or I've stalked you all night. Where have you been? I thought those were all things I should save for when we were hanging out later. That didn't happen. So I thought I'll open with like, I'm looking for some type of potato product. <laughs> this was my big plan to act cool as I'm eating this huge star. And let me just say this, everybody. He was smitten with me. He loved it because you know what Neil Patrick Harris said to me? He looked over and he goes, are these the potatoes you're looking for? And I looked at him and I said, why, yes, they are. They're scalloped. Thank you, Neil Patrick Harris. And I said all three of his names to his face. And then I took a scoop and I said, my cousin wrote the show. (laughs) And he was like, "Mm mm-hmm. I'm just here being a supportive friend. That's what he said to me. As in crazy lady, please stop pulling hair out of the back of my head. <laughs> I was like, that's so weird that that happened. But that is how I met Neil Patrick Harris. I am a huge Broadway lover of all the things, even though I have no talent at all. I appreciate the arts and I appreciate everything that they do. And um, that's my, my tip to everybody. If you meet someone famous, just talk about food. So here's the thing I've got a great show for you tonight. I can't wait for you to see and hear what we're going to be talking about. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. I was just talking about when you meet really famous people and what what you to do and not do. Oh, okay. I told a story about what I did when I met Neil Patrick Harris and how absolutely ridiculous that was. But I tend to be a little bit ridiculous in a lot of situations, which is why I like talking about it because it is hilarious. One place that I always seem to mess up is, and I'm not kidding, is at church. <laughs> I know that sounds really weird, but I don't know about you, JW, but when I travel, We go to different churches, you know, like different masses. And I, and here's what I love about the Catholic church. It's all the same, right? Like it's the same kind of, you know, you stand, you sit and you, it's all in the same parts. It's not like all of a sudden there's like a, you know, like something in between that you didn't know, or you weren't expecting, but there are some differences that can happen. One time we were in Paris, I was seven years old and we were at Notre Dame, which is really sad because we all know what happened to that beautiful church a few years ago. Yeah. And we went up to receive Eucharist, right? It was communion. I was seven. So I'd had my first communion. So the whole family, we go up to receive Eucharist. And my parents left everything we owned in the pews. (laughs) Rookie
1: rookie, rookie mistake in Europe.
0: Rookie mistake. Because we're from Natchitoches, Louisiana. You could leave your horse in the middle of the pew or your baby, like, your car keys with your car running—you yeah. could leave anything in that. Well, that's not true. It's—it's it's just still a real town. But why? What do you think happened to our our belongings when oh, we got I, back?
1: I think you lost maybe a lot of memories from your trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a camera, and the camera was stolen. And uh, that's just one of many stories we've had of happen at uh, churches around the world. Do you have anything that's happened to you? Like, famous I don't know churches? if if
1: I've had something like that that's happened to me where I've like lost things at churches. Well,
0: like you keep saying lost instead of stolen.
1: Stolen. <laughs> misplaced you know i mean i'm trying to think if there's any i feel like my experience at churches are normally positive pretty good. yeah good. I mean, except I, when i bring all three of my kids by myself and oh. it's generally not not as positive right <laughs> really really holding on to my sanity there
0: so but, we're are some famous places that you take it have you taken the kids yet to any Oh gosh, no! Big time. <laughs> they haven't got any massive cathedrals or basilicas. No. Someday
1: I think it'd be fun to like take them to to some of the you know places that I've been to that I that yes. I really enjoyed. But no, for for not the right time now. being, no, we're not.
0: We're just going to the local church and just praying we make it through. Right, you're in the exactly. trenches. You're right there, but it's gonna happen for you. I promise. They get older. I promise, and then yeah. they can sit there and do all the things. So where have you no. been? Like where would you my, like to take favorite. them?
1: Uh, where I want to take them. I I mean, I I want to take them to a CZ someday. That's a special place to me. Um, I mean, a CZ St. Peter's obviously. Yeah. Um,
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I was like St. Peter's. Where is that? Really?
1: (laughs) The one down the street.
0: I mean, right, exactly. We've got one of those. Just take them there. You mean the Vatican? I would like to. I would like go to
1: St. Peter's Basilica. Yeah,
0: I've heard of it. No, I've been there. Yeah, no, Um, nice. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what other. I mean, what about an Austria? You were in Austria. Was there any cute little? It doesn't even have to be famous. Is there a cute little side chapel? Yeah, I feel
1: that's one of the things that I think is interesting about Europe. Is like they're all over the place. There's, there's There's like every, every town has like these interesting little side chapels and stuff. And I think that is cool to me just because the, there's a lot of architectural and historical significance to all those places um, that are just so far removed and different from like what you get in the United States. And I think that would be, that would be really cool. Um, but no, I've never lost a camera in a church.
0: <laughs> I can see I, you I valuing even... that though. Like, uh, yeah, oh my gosh, if I, if
1: I lost like a Stolen. camera in a, in a, in a <laughs> Personally, <laughs> losing a camera in a church for me would be detrimental.
0: Oh, so and I, sad.
1: And I would be like, Well, how am I how am I gonna make my money children. right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Your camera and our little like, who knows what this was? It was one you probably won't even know what this is, but they used to sell film in in like a tube and you'd had to pull it oh my and feed it God. in. Do you know that? Did you know that that's what people Are you had serious? to do? <laughs> I don't know. I can't
1: tell if you're making fun of me right now. Or I mean, I feel like I was making serious.
0: fun of you, and then I feel like you would be really sad if I was. So, no.
1: <laughs> I have I have a couple of film cameras in there. Do you? Yeah. Awesome. This yeah. was
0: an old... But here's the thing. I had a Fisher-Price one. Okay.
1: Well, that's the Did money you have that one? one. No. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not.
0: Probably not. And I had a sticker on my Fisher-Price one. It was like a light blue, and it was it was a, you know, like a... Fi- what do you just call that? A film camera? It, when you feed the film into the camera, that's all it's yeah, called? Yeah, like
1: 35 millimeter camera okay, or that's some, it. something okay. like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it had like, I could like, I brought this to Europe. This one was not stolen. I'm sure my parents were like, why wasn't that one stolen? And I'm sure the people who stole our camera in Notre Dame were like, well, I mean, look at it. Like, why would, why would we they take that camera? They walk past
1: your pew and they're like, <laughs> eh. We'll let the kid keep it.
0: We're okay. We don't we don't want a light blue camera with yellow handles. It was like because it's Fisher Price. It was like ridiculous and like primary colors. And I had a sticker on it that was worn because my thumb, you know, was like it was right where the thumb would go. And it was a sticker I got from the World's Fair, like the World's Fair. Yeah. Which was in New Orleans. And I want to say it's 84, but it could be 86. It was 80 something that the world's fair happened in new orleans and i remember i put that sticker on my camera my parents were so mad they were like why are you putting a sticker on your camera (laughs) and i was like because i'm a kid i don't know where else you put stickers and it was a really cool sticker i could probably get like a billion dollars for that thing now but i don't have neither but anyway
1: so uh, what what, what age were you at when you went to notre dame
0: I was seven. I was seven. So I was really, really little. That's the only time I've been to France was when I was seven. And what's really funny is that um, there's so many stories that I'm saving to just over the episodes to share um, with something that has to do with gum. I have a story about uh, McDonald's and I have a story about college classes. All three of those stories will be shared at some point and they all have to do with this trip to Paris. And we didn't just go to Paris, but that was like A main thing I had an I had an aunt that was studying French in France, and we got to see her. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think that's the only reason we went, (laughs) but I do remember our our you know our camera being stolen. I remember Mm -hmm. going to mass a lot. Yeah, but that's what I was going to ask you. There's really famous churches. Yeah, you said Saint Peter's, you said Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. but what about those little churches that like nobody knows because everybody's all at those churches? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. obviously there's other churches in Rome.
1: Right in Paris, every corner,
0: every home, corner. They're like Starbucks, but not. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've never been to Paris, so I can't really, I can't really, okay, comment on on those churches. I, I think it's. A, <laughs> I would have loved to visit Notre Dame before yeah. you know, the fire and stuff. I guess. I mean, maybe are they rebuilding it? They're going to
0: rebuild. I was just it. about no to ask you, are they? I don't
1: know. I'm. I, I'm. I am i i do not know. I really don't know what they are doing. I'm uninformed do. there, but maybe someday. Maybe, maybe someday it would be really yeah. cool. I think. I don't know. So what was the question? What are the other churches yeah, that I Yeah, like, go are there to? any
0: little, like, off the beat? Like, I, I have to be honest, and this is another story also for another day, because I don't want to tell all the stories in one day, but there's a place in Hawaii, mm-hmm. in Oahu, that there is a parish there that is our favorite church, Houston, that we've ever been to in our entire lives. It is nothing. It looks like a manufactured home, mm-hmm. you know, and it might be, you know, and it is, like, the most very humble, very small it is the best community I've ever been to, that's ever, cool. that's hands really cool. down. And everywhere in Hawaii, they give you lays. Like when you walk in and they mm. know you're a visitor, which we stand out like a sore thumb. <laughs> they're like, yeah, from out of town, uh, <laughs> and they'll give you like beautiful lays, and some are made out of shells and some are made oh, out of whatever. So cool. And they're a gift from the community, like from, that's really cool. Yeah. Which is really cool. I have to say, St. Patrick's has never given me any... I give them a lot of money. I go to St. Patrick's in New York. I spend a ton of money, you know? Mm-hmm. You go to the Vatican and, you know, there's all these tours and there's all those things. Yeah. Um. So it's a different feel. It's very commercial. Not that I don't love those big, beautiful churches. There's a reason sure. why they're so famous. Yeah. But there's something about those little tiny ones in the big cities mm-hmm. that nobody else is going to that I really kind of yeah, love. Yeah, I think,
1: I think there's something... That, uh, I don't know that I could pinpoint one specific place. I could probably think of one specific place, but like some of my favorite times of happening into like a, a church or mass that was, that was going on in a place that I was traveling or visiting have always been, not always been, but like some of them have been definitely those like off the beaten path kind of things where like, I wasn't expecting this parish to be here. Um, I would, we just happen to be in town. So I'm looking for a place to go on Sunday or, or daily mass or something. And, um, and the surprise is always like when you go into one of those places and it turns out to be awesome. Cause I, I actually maybe like the, the, the negative side of me, the part that's not as optimistic is I always think like, oh, this is a different community. Like they might be a little weird here or something (laughs) like that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And, and to walk in and be like really pleasantly surprised is always like, um, you know, kind of just a moving thing for me because if, if, if I might get slightly spiritual on this show, which I know we don't do No, we often, can't. We're talking about but, churches. But <laughs> <laughs> like when you go and you visit someplace else that you're not from and you know that people there hold the same beliefs as you do and, and offer the same, you know, mass, there's something really unifying and, and exciting to me about visiting those places and, and feeling that kindred spirit with them. Like, yeah, there are other people out here who like believe the same things and profess the same things and live the same way. And um, those are like the churches that stand out that are are really exciting to me.
0: Yeah, there's like, there's this connection that you feel and that you don't expect. I remember thinking that like when I was at my, as a youth and I would go to like the diocesan youth conference Mm -hmm. here in Houston and there would be thousands of kids there. And I would look around and I'd be like, Oh, you mean there's other teenagers that are, you know, Catholic or other teenagers that are Christian or whatever? So I get what you're saying, because even when you go to the really big, famous churches, it's not like everybody's there for the same reasons. And that doesn't bother me because I'm like, I it should be enjoyed by everybody. Right. There's so much art and there's so much history and there's so much whatever. It's not just for us to keep. Like, I really believe like, Mm -hmm. oh, we should share this with everyone. But I, I understand what you're saying. There is something a little cozy. About walking in somewhere and you feel like this connection with people, and you don't even know, you at least know you have one thing in common, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of nice. You could also say that for like a steakhouse. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) I've had that experience on multiple (laughs) occasions.
0: You've looked across the room at someone and you're like, I see you with that (laughs) ribeye. I feel you. (laughs) No, but you know, that's, I think that's also what is so, if we are to talk about anything specific at all. I think that's what we all love as human beings. Like for me, another thing is, is Broadway. Like mm-hmm. when you meet somebody who loves theater and they love it and they get it and you go into a song or you go into, Oh, I saw this show when I was 12, you know? And all yeah. of a sudden then every poster I got was from like anything that connects or I'm sure sporty people do this. Like, if sure. they, is that what they do? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. They can connect on uh, you know, I don't know, like the. Who do I know the Texans the Astros I'm trying to pull out stuff and people are like oh yeah I remember that game that that, that fly ball baseball team right yeah so I think that that's a really interesting concept no, yeah, these
1: like shared experience they're not shared yeah. experiences always but they're shared um affinities or you know just yeah. things that like people are interested in that that sort of like connect us
0: yeah and yeah. you can always have a story with it yeah. I mean there's always a story that can happen out of church sure whether it's just your kids at your local parish you know
1: right who doesn't know? Who who has not had, well, who, what parent has not had the experience of their four-year-old throwing a tantrum, like right at the quietest moment. Yeah.
0: Always yeah. at the absolute silent moment of everything. Or, you know, when you're in a town and you're trying to find a, pl- a place to go to mass and you show up and you're an hour late and you're like, well, that didn't work out. You know, like there's all these different amazing stories. So it's going to be a great show. I'm really excited to talk about some more of the stuff with my guest. So you're not going to want to miss any of it. You are listening to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And I have a really... Funny guest who I actually met a billion years ago, <laughs> and we've just kept up our relationship online. Which isn't that how we all do the things these days? Is just have pretend relationships online. But this incredible man I met because my cousin, who I have talked about on the show before, is a Broadway composer. I have talked about how she wrote my theme song for this amazing show that's hitting the airwaves. And uh, and that's how I met this young gentleman at her opening of her Broadway show. And we just clicked. We had so much fun. We had so much to talk about. And in my head, he's written every musical ever. And he's on Broadway every day, front stage and center. And we're going to find out if any of that is true. So... Without further ado, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Mr. Richard Rockage, because you will do a much better it. job. Hello, Richard. I want everybody uh, to say hello. And we're going to pretend we have an audience. Everybody scream and shout. It's
2: not <laughs> just in my head. It's not just, okay got it. This is oh, live. How are you, darling? Hi,
0: Richard. How are you? <laughs> like live and let live. Exactly. That's the whole, that's the whole point of the show. I, I really do want you to, to describe what it is that you do in life because I have so many things in my head that I want to talk to you about. And I'm like, but everybody doesn't know who you are because I, um, I'm pretty sure I don't say the right things about you because like I said, you have written everything you have done everything you star and everything don't burst all those bubbles at once richard just give it to me gently
2: (laughs) yeah i've done none of those um (laughs) give it to you gently yes
0: Uh
2: uh-huh um fine
0: it's not Um, that late richard so
2: (laughs) it's not not that late but i know a girl who begs to differ yeah (laughs) she's starting to show um From the Mary Magdalene collection. Um, anyway, um, so what do I do? What do you do? Um, I I do well. After the the in pre times in in pre times, um, I worked on burlesque shows. I have worked on seventeen different shows, um, and essentially, a lot of the times I'm a music copyist, which means I take the orchestrator's handwritten notes that, or or their or their finale files the music program we use and we turn them into sheet music for every orchestra player that's one aspect of my life i also do arrangements and orchestrations on my own i've done a lot of symphony concerts and things like that and pop concerts for like liz calloway and my friend michelle ragusa um so there's those that's another side of my life um it's just me. I do a lot of coaching. People come to me when they get an audition they bring their books over. They want to learn the new so- song they have to sing. So we do that. I music direct my friends. Um, I've done my friend Heather Parcells' show, my friend Tyler Haynes' show. Everybody has a better career than I do. I just work with those
0: people. <laughs> Same. I know exactly how, what you mean about that. Yes. Here's the thing though. You have, you're so modest and I love this about you. Which that isn't true at all. <laughs> if anybody I, knows, I'll you, give you a list of
2: people who beg to <laughs> I was gonna let you. Uh. I was gonna
0: let you laugh, um, but listen, you. I, here's the thing, Richard. I would describe you as a song and dance man, like back in the day.
2: Who doesn't
0: sing or dance? But you do because you have your own show, and you didn't even list it. You had the Richard Rocket Show, and it makes I, my Christmas every year, Richard. <laughs> Uh, well, I well, I do love. Do you do you and your
2: do you and your husband watch it in bed while watching Friends? Yeah.
0: Yes, After yes. Friends in bed, we watch Richard Rockage in bed. That's how we that's spend Christmas.
2: Where, oh, at least somebody is. Um, yes. that's, that's As, yeah. that's a Christmas holiday. Do
0: you, you do you eat Beaver Nuggets while you're doing that? Um, <laughs> you do watch my show. I'm impressed. We have a fan, yeah. everybody. We have one fan
2: i don't think i would use the word fan i was just researching for my appearance um, <laughs> you no know, um no i love christmas my birthday's the day after christmas mm-hmm. so jesus is my opening act um we share a stable together um but yeah it, no i so I, I used to be like i would do it throughout the year and it just thought to be a lot so usually it's just christmas episodes now and i do a lot of christmas stuff i do um tracks of the broadway cares christmas album um carol's birth cure i've done a few years of those and gotten to work with like peter rivera on that and so was on one of them so great great that that's so that kind of, that, it's always a fun and, like cast of like trying to chocolate factory so we've done some so that's yeah it's i do it's really fun. yeah and
0: it's, it's a lot fun. of cheer and happiness and you, yeah. you absolutely bring that when we met in new york and you are you in new york now are you still living there we don't know who's still left in new york let's be honest because uh, I, am
2: living, yes, I am in new york i'm originally from houston pennsylvania <laughs> southwest of, from southwest of pittsburgh but um now i live i'm in new york right now yeah
0: yeah so you stayed you did not go oh, and yeah. and leave no, the no, mass no, exodus york, no
2: no no no. I was, no no
0: where were they gonna go I don't my know.
2: mother teaches second grade online i wasn't gonna hear those kids on zoom all day <laughs> do their multiplication facts and do cursive writing over zoom no no
0: I know I want to get to your mom in a second because she also it's like the television show sex in the city how the city is like the fifth character on that show your mom Uh, is a character in your show which is your life (laughs) so I do want to talk about Ro it's a big a big portion of it early on Um. (laughs) (laughs) exactly so when we Hmm? met let's see if you remember it was 2015 because Barbara Anselmi had her show coming out. It should have been you, and we were at the, um, you know, at the whole premiere situation. And there was this, there was this touristy bus situation that. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? I loved it. It was the greatest thing I think I've ever done in the city besides Broadway. Besides Broadway, this yeah, was so was... much fun. Do you remember the name of the tourist of attraction? The bus- no, I just remember
2: it had non-equity actors, So I <laughs> felt a little
0: weird about that. It was called The Ride. It was called The Ride. The Ride. The Ride. Yes. And, yes. and I have to say, when I go to New York, I don't do touristy things because I have family and friends. So we never get to do... Anything and and Barbara was like, listen, we've got to go on this thing called the ride, and we all, my parents. I mean, she brought my parents. My I don't know who was the, you were there, I was there, my kids were there. I don't know who else.
2: I love it it's like the end of the Wizard of Oz, and you were there. And you were, <laughs> I think J W was driving the bus at that
0: point. J W yeah. was an he embryo in twenty fifteen.
2: Yeah, I know <laughs> he, he took the wrong
0: turn, the Shenandoah Park, and ended up. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. He really yeah. listens to the show. I hope everybody else is listening. Otherwise, they're going to be like, what is he talking? I love this. You should be the end of the year show next time where I you just sum up. up yes, you like am Hamilton. I the first male guest?
2: Am I the first guy? You're not guest? the
0: first male guest. Uh, no, but you're the best.
2: Your first, oh, well, yeah, I've heard you said that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. You're my first New York guest, action. I
0: think. Yeah. <laughs> so we Barbara were. not on... done it yet. Barbara. <laughs> no, I haven't it. had Barbara yet because I already I asked her to sing the song and Mamie sing the song and I just felt like I should give them a break. So you know, everybody might be like, "Oh, we get it." Your cousin finds someone else. So my cousin's friends. That's why I have I love, Richard. I love it.
2: It's like the Patty Duke stuff because they're cousins. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, we we oh we should get Barbara and Mamie to come here. We'll do it like, a, like three of us together. I would complete how about when I fly up to New York, we just all go out and pretend like, you know, we're in doing something.
2: Like you're gonna sit there to ask questions like during dinner. Because I have if no gifts. I have freeze, no talents.
0: I can't sing or dance. So that's all I can do is just be really nosy. So That's, that's fine, that's fine. I <laughs> mean Barbara, what makes you extraordinary? I, we're getting is- that question. I want to know. I'm not there yet, though. Look at you jumping ahead. You did read the run of show. I love this. Richard, you're amazing. Yeah. We're not even going to get to talk about the ride. People are going to sit here going, is the ride even an actual real thing? <laughs> and I'm going to be like, yeah, well, that was 10 arrived. minutes ago. It was 10 minutes ago. I hope it's still around, as I was going to say. But next time I'm in the city, we'll have to find out and go and do it. But it was really yeah. cool because there were actors. And you're right. There were. Yeah, I don't know if they were, um, I don't and know it what time they were. I haven't
2: seen them for a while. I hope it comes back. It was really fun. You would ride around the city and when you reach the landmark, there would be like some guy who's walking and he starts pulling out a microphone and he starts rapping. And then there's like a, <laughs> then there's a ballerina like with like little twinkle lights up in her tool. And she's like in her 2 to a Columbus Circle, like torchataying. Yeah, it's a lot to take. It was again. a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the people on the bus with us were, were a lot of fun. We had like two stand-up comedians who I hope they made yeah. it. <laughs> and I, we sang I, New York, New York at the end. So I don't, this is what I'm saying. It was really lovely. And then you and I connected on Disney because you love Disney maybe as much as I do. You might well, go I go for free.
2: My brother worked this. So I go for yeah. free. I don't like to pay for things. The 11th band, this is out, shall not pay retail. That that's why I commitment. go buy Friday shopping. Yeah, that's all we go. My mom and I do Black Friday shopping. We there don't we want go. to pay for. Yeah.
0: So this yeah. is what I want to say. I'm, I want people to know who you are before the fall, because this is when I'm bringing in your mother. Your mother, Roe, Am I right? Is that what you call her? Right. Ro. Yeah, we, you you guys. And the
2: reason you know by it is because on Christmas packages. They would always write, oh, like my brother's Mark, M-K, or an R-I, or for her it was R-O, and it'd be always in the corner so you knew whose president it was, just in case things got mixed around.
0: Yeah. So Santa, that's, that's how band she bandage. got row. <laughs> yeah. Well, you two go- Emery, Row, yeah. Y'all go Black Friday shopping like it's your job. Like it's, and you, you like video, like it's like a live stream. I I have like an outfit I wear while you're out. I eat certain things. I prepare all year for this because you guys take it seriously. I love it. I live vicariously through you with your black Friday shopping with your mother. Uh,
2: And the thing is we don't really go to, we don't need anything or buy anything. We just like to see how crappy people look. Um, the, the, the dress in, in little Washington County, sometimes Liesl, we're lucky people put the uppers and lower teeth in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it, it,
0: it it puts me in the holiday spirit and it makes me feel better about myself. And then, <laughs> and then we had the Richard Rockett show with the singing of the carols. I'm just, I, I now, I'm just trying to say that it's very creepy that I associate you now with the latter part of my year. <laughs> That's all I want you to know. And I wanted to publicly announce that uh, that um, you have fans uh, who watch you shop and then watch you sing. And it's not creepy. It's like really fantastic. You do a great job at both.
2: Eh, it's fine. But I mean, I have a lot, to be honest, I, I have a lot of really talented friends who just sort of continue to come in when I, I go, okay, Stephanie, you want to sing out? Sure. Laura, fine. Come on. Lauren, Lauren. Oh, sure. Tess, sure. They, they just say yes. Um, it's fun. I, I my friend, my best friend Casey and I have done a few of them together too. And like, but when he was in college before he was on his TV show. So it's like, there's like a little time capsules of our lives at that point.
0: It's really fun though. It's really so sweet. Uh, so I got to know you. this, this is the most important question I'm going to ask you. Obviously it's not the extraordinary one. I have to know, what do you think is the most overrated Broadway musical <laughs> of all time? What is the one that every time you hear someone say something about it, you're like, you know what? I can't. That is just not my jam. Do you have one that you think is overrated? And then I'd love to know what you think is underrated. I've got my answers. So That's an interesting, I don't actually have it. The reason I can't, I'm not going to give one. So this is why. Let me do this.
2: Because if there is a musical that inspires somebody to have a better life, and I don't want to dampen it for the three people listening. Um, <laughs> so. Um, no, but I really, if, if it connects and makes you feel better or gives you a perspective of life, uh, I I really can't discount anything that brings you joy. I, I, you might have said, could you imagine if I said it should have been you? No. Um, <laughs> your, that your cousin Barbara wrote? No, I loved it. That's how I got on to Broadway because of Barbara, actually. And Harry, oh, Harris I love that. the, uh, the out of town um, performance of that and George B. in
0: George C. Playhouse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's where, and I'll, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but when a new Broadway show is happening, it starts off Broadway. <laughs> so the producers and people can come and see it and and then they decide if they're going to bring it on in so um all right fine what is the most underrated what is one that you think just doesn't get enough love that you're like you know besides it should have been you what is another broadway show that you're like man that is one that just does not get a lot of play
2: i feel love gray garden um i don't even know that one Oh, it was wonderful. Christy never saw. It. Oh, it was wonderful. It was, I saw it three times. It was a show that I loved, and it was right when I moved to New York. And I remember, see, I, I just would run, get my had my student ID and got student rush tickets for. It. I loved that show. Yeah, that's that, that's a personal favorite. My favorite show of all time, is Hello Dolly. Though.
0: Really? That's yeah. why? Why do you love Hello oh, Dolly?
2: Because it's uh, because. It is so character driven. It Mm. shows that even in this microcosm of her universe that you see in the course of the show, that one person putting things in motion can change everything around them.
0: I love that. It's like the whole, yeah. Ooh, I don't think I've ever thought that long and hard about Hello Dolly. And now (laughs) I, uh, do you have a, do you have a specific version or um, yeah, that, that you prefer?
2: Not a version. I mean, as a kid, I saw Carol Channing do yeah. the national tour, but when oh nine about and, and yeah, oh yeah, week. Well, it was it was mid nineties. So they called it the Death Tour, but I mean, she came out and she just she would walk out and she she just walks down the staircase and goes, "Hello, <laughs> Harry. Yes, well, hello, yes, hello, yes, well, it's so nice. Too. It's amazing. I mean, that's musical theater at its best."
0: She is incredible. I love Carol Channing. I got to say, I do I do love me some Barbara Streisand, though, and I did love...
2: Oh, I like Barbara. I also saw a production at the Kate Playhouse that had Beth Level in it who was spectacular. That sounds great. Um, before Jesus, and then also Clea Blackhurst is very much more like Shirley Booth in the matchmaker, which was a really beautiful take as well. I mean, you can tailor fit. It's, it's our version of, of Hamlet. It's the theater version of Hamlet. You just put the, you put it, you put that part on and you go and you can make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Let me ask you this. Um, you know that we talk about Catholicism from time to time on this show. Mm-hmm. And I know you are worried about, you were like, live, you know, that's, it's not like a, you're not an altar boy. Um or was. A hmm. seminarian, no. but I did see the other day. But I have
2: the outfit. Uh,
0: <laughs> you went to mass. Um, I did. you went to mass, and you hadn't been. Uh, I'm guessing since the pandemic. I don't know since no, the shutdown. No,
2: they closed church on that Saturday. Like they had maybe the Archbishop, archdiocese in New York closed mass for the entire uh, for the pandemic, and so I started. And actually, we were like the illegal mass because it was so late that they, they did like at two and masses at four thirty, and like they weren't they were to make sure that that they wanted people be there, so they let us do the last mass in the, in in New York City. And so was there on that Saturday, and everything shut down. And I started watching online. There's a great church um, in Massachusetts that I was watching their live stream. It's perfect because there's no really no music. that I don't like church music. I, because I work in music. And I sit there and I judge the music choices and I judge the, I go, why did that organist change the chord progression? That doesn't make sense. They missed that note. I judge the singer. I don't want music. I don't focus on things with music. But yeah, I went, I went to church. Well, the reason I went back, I wasn't going to go back until Broadway opened in September. One of my dear friends, um, Nikki, had an extra ticket. For Bruce Springsteen on Broadway, so I got to go back to Broadway, <laughs> and so I figure if I can see the boss, I should really go see the boss. So that was <laughs> when I decided to. You know, I you know? love
0: it. No, that's fantastic. And here's, but well, here's what I really, you know, want to know. So many people go to to New York, or they'll hopefully they'll start going back to New York as the city opens up, and hopefully we get, you know, this little problem, uh, more under control. Although right now we're not doing a good job in Texas, but um. No. A lot of people go to St. Patrick's. That's the one that they go to. That's the big Catholic church. If you're going to go to a, a church, but I'm guessing there's other churches in That's New York.
2: One. One, one o'clock, one o'clock, St. Patrick's, no music.
0: Oh, Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> so for all the other musical people out there, if you don't want to hear the music, you go to one o'clock. So, but where else should they go? Where else should people go besides St. Patrick's, oh. which is phenomenal. I love St. Patrick's, but what are some, you know, you have a friend coming in town. Where would you take them?
2: Well, I, well, I do, I do love St. Peter's. also there, I mean, it's walkable from my apartment, which I love. Uh, there's also a Croatian church I don't know the name of by the Lincoln Tunnel that I love because at ten o'clock it's usually they have like a massive eight and a mass eleven, both in Croatian. And they have this ten o'clock when it's jammed in there in English, in out, no music. Um, but I personally, uh, if some reason, I think St. Malachy's on Forty Street is the one I would take somebody to because they do. Uh, after show mass. They do at 11 o'clock on Saturday night. They have mass after your show. So you could go to mass and then go drink the rest of the night because you already, yeah, you've already done your your pet shirt. You can wake up whatever time you want the
0: next afternoon. Oh my gosh. Okay. I never knew that was a thing. That's amazing. Okay. So when the city opens up, that's what I want to do with you. I want to go to a show and then we'll go to mass and then we'll go have an adult beverage or three. are you old enough to have an adult bedroom? Oh my gosh, you're my favorite.
2: <laughs> I, also, I also have cataracts. Yeah,
0: so it's-, <laughs> so it's, it's, not, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> uh-huh, Got it, yeah. I understand. So, um, so let's see. Okay, here's the thing. With Broadway and with other things that happen in New York, I gotta know this. Why in the world did you get involved in music to begin with? What happened with musical theater that stole your heart was it you were a kid and you used to watch things with your mom or you used to go to shows? How did you develop into what you do now or what you want to do like in this career? Where did this all come from? I think I am
2: much more of a creature of theater than I'm a creature of music.
0: But music
2: was what got me into theater. Um, I love the idea, I love storytelling. I love that. I love that aspect of it. And then when, the rules of musical theater are when you can no longer, when you have, when words are not enough, that's when you sit. Um, and that I think is, that for me is a big thing. When did it start? I know as a kid, uh, meet me in St. Louis was a huge movie. I still probably could recite that movie right now. Uh, most of it. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a film that I can watch over and over still. Um, then I, then I went to sound of music and hello, Dolly and those films uh, after, but really wizard of Oz was big too for me. So that, I sort of, oh, and Mr. Rogers actually was a big one because he had such good songs on his show. Um, if You I Like, and, uh, or And You Can Never Go Down the Drain, and all these great, they weren't kids' songs. They were real songs that just happened to appeal to kids. So there was a lot of that. And as a kid, my parents were taking to see shows. Um, more so my dad, it was um, because my mom had to watch Mark. Um, at home and so my dad took me to see a lot of shows usually at Pittsburgh Civic light opera at the and center in pittsburgh which i ended up going back for about nine years as the musical director there they just celebrated their 75th anniversary so um i've done i don't know 70 shows there or something but um as a musical arranger so it was kind of fun to go back to where i used to see shows and the rule was you could see as many shows as you want but you had to sit in the balcony so it was cheaper because again we're cheap (laughs) And so you the the more and the the more you work in the theater, the less you want to pay for it. So as I got to work on shows, you sort of move up closer without having to pay as much or anything usually. So yeah, so seeing shows as a kid, probably around about about four, I think I probably so I saw Peter Pan with Kathy
0: Wiggy. Oh my god! Yeah, when she
2: did it as a oh how
0: fantastic! So it just became part of your thing, and I saw that yeah. I've fallen in love with Pittsburgh because my son is going to be there this next year. And I didn't realize how absolutely lovely Pittsburgh is, but oh, I didn't it's know they beautiful had a place to come from. It is, it is. <laughs> it was a good place to, to grow up, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and, very and they must have amazing theater because you were there and you found it. So, all right, we're down to the, the really important question, the one that you've heard because you've watched the show When did you give yourself permission to be extraordinary, Richard? And I find you very extraordinary. So I'm giving you a minute to answer.
2: um, What, what was, what was, what what gave me permission? I don't know what what the permission is. I just know that I like that I'm very consistent and honest. Um, That's why I think a lot of friends come to me for advice or what to do. I really, I love it. I love, I, I, permission. Um, permission to have a lot of friends because a lot of some people go i have enough friends i don't think you'd ever enough friends i i love and i love to share friends a lot of people hold on to friends there are people there i don't like when people talk about their friend all the time and they, they don't, i never have ever met them so i just think everybody i know should be friends with everybody else i know i love that aspect of it i like to bring the party i'm very big at entertaining i have um, dinner parties all the time. During the pandemic, I had two friends, and I, we like the fourth week of the, oh, the P word, sorry. No, um, you're fine. The,
0: we're going to say it proudly. <laughs> and during the
2: pandemic! Um, <laughs> it, we plotted it up there with my friend Laura and and I would get together, like, after the third week go who have you been with? Who have you seen? I mean, I have quizzed them more than sexual partners. Who where were you this week? What did you do? You just, it was, but we would hang out, and that's the oh, only, I need interaction on my terms. But also not having, I also know, well, I'm wise enough to know I'm an introvert in a lot of ways, and I need to recharge the battery. Yeah. My battery comes from internally, not from grabbing your other
0: <laughs> You nailed it. Oh, my gosh. That was incredible. Listen, I want to play a game with you. When we come back, we're going to take a little short break. So don't go anywhere because you are watching and or listening to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And I am still with the fabulous Richard Rockage. He is the Broadway extraordinaire living in Manhattan, doing all the things. And um, here's the thing. We both love Broadway. I think he knows it better than I do because he actually does stuff with the Broadway community. <laughs> I just pretend. Show- yeah, yeah I, I do too. We all do. We're all broad. We're all not frauds. Yeah, great. That's life. I'm yeah, giving myself permission. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So we're gonna play a game, and this is where it really Ooh, counts. It? Whoever wins gets to be a star on the next Broadway show, and that's not true. You actually win nothing, so it's um, a very exciting game.
2: <laughs> Even some like, beaver nuggets.
0: <laughs> yes, if you win, I will bring you beaver nuggets from Bucky's. I will do that, and if I win, we go out and hang out in New York. How about that?
2: Okay, oh, hey, I hear that whoever wins it gets the buys the first round. okay, I like that That's buy the loser the loser buys the first uh, round.
0: great. well, we've established the rules. <laughs> here's the thing j w the the man of 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 the hour, he is going to read where is that Where is the applause button? the applause yeah. button? I know he oh, loves I... it when we like point him out and there we go. Yeah. yep, see everybody for <laughs> j w. <laughs>
2: I love being another wide on with JW.
0: <laughs> um, he's going to read some poorly described Broadway musicals, and you and I are going to have to guess which musical he's describing, and we'll see who okay. can get it first. Are you ready?
2: Uh, sure. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> okay, number one a, bot- a chorus line <laughs> <laughs> a botanist who is really good at his job causes Little Shop of Horrors. We we didn't even. Am I right? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah.
1: We didn't even. We didn't even get through the description.
0: Oh, do we have to wait for the whole description? I don't know. I think it might be. okay. 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 We'll, we'll, that was a warm up. That was a will warm give up. give
1: point, but you know, <sighs> let's uh.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Live. This is called taking a cue. Uh huh. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I'm sorry. I missed my mark. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready for my close up.
1: All right, one for
2: Liv. Number two. Mm. Canadians are nice. Come from away. Yep. There we go.
0: And I really want to see that show.
2: All right. Number
1: three. uh, A dad wants his daughters to get married. Disowns his daughters for getting married.
0: Kiss me, Kate. (laughs)
2: Oh, they're on the roof. Yes. Oh, yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> filler on the Roof. Why in the world oh, are
2: you? That's a show I find a little overrated. But <gasps> look, look.
0: I saw Topol play Tevia when I was oh, 13. I... I love Topol. No, you're not a yeah. fan. Look at your face. <gasps> okay. Filler on the Roof. I'm hurt. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> All right. Number four. Number four. New Yorkers love a good bodega
2: in the heights
0: yeah all right i haven't seen in the heights
2: i'm well, behind I, I haven't seen cats either i haven't watched hamilton i saw it live that's
0: enough okay well that counts you've seen hamilton <laughs> i haven't seen cats
2: all right at this point. over hamilton overrated i'm just gonna say everything's overrated now.
0: Cats, <laughs> yeah, overrated lin-manuel Overrated. just kidding come be on the show lin okay go ahead He's not listening.
1: All right, we are, we are three to one right now. Oh, you are, okay. You're falling, you're falling behind I know. just a little
0: bit. Okay, I'm in my head. I'm ready.
1: All right. Uh, Number five. Five. A socially awkward kid thinks his foot is magical and wins a contest because of it.
2: Oh, Billy Elliot. Spelling, Spelling bee. Oh, really?
1: Yes, that's correct. 25th <laughs> annual Putnam <Cutting laughs> County Spelling
2: Bee. I never saw that win. Wait a second. I leave the house. Oh, Lisa Howard was in it.
0: And Lisa, Lisa Howard, my was, Lisa was, yeah, my friend Lisa Ewan was also in it. Yeah, and Lisa Howard was in my cousin's show. And she, your cousin wrote a show? I haven't heard about that in ten minutes. Tore up the Tonys. That Lisa Howard, I love it. It was incredible. Okay, go ahead.
1: All right, number six. Uh, barber tackles socioeconomic issues while also solving local meat shortage.
2: Sweet, Todd,
1: and this is like lights out. Yeah,
0: live your. I try to be a good host. I got really insecure. Not, you just
2: suck at the game.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to get back my Broadway card. Okay, <clears throat> all right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Probably about two blocks that way. <laughs> all right, go ahead.
1: Tough guys, tough guys do street ballet.
0: Oh, West that Side Story. West Side Story. Oh, there you go. Yay! You're back on the board. Whew. <laughs> barely
1: um number eight dude with an excessively long name has no facial
2: recognition
0: uh, the first thing i thought of was Cyrano de bergerac but i'm like that's not and i love i went fun bob um
2: i don't know any of these, so i can't i can't help you wait a second oh, oh well as a- we've now learned jw not gay um <laughs> no uh, what is, what was it? What was the
1: face it long is, name? So the uh let me find it again real quick. Dude with excessively long name has no facial recognition.
0: No facial recognition. Oh um Phantom of the Opera?
1: <laughs> All right, I'll I'll just uh I'll spill this one. Okay. What was that one? Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella.
0: Oh Cinderella. has such a long name i don't know and cinder and it's Stein. oh hammerstein he doesn't know he's adorable i know all right well give me me a little bit actually i don't know if we can do one more can we do one one more more? yeah let's do one more i felt so bad cinderella okay go ahead
2: kangaroos are jerks Kangaroos are jerks. That's what that's Broadway music. That's all I've got for you.
0: Kangaroos are jerks. Oh, Musical. There you go. Oh.
1: We we have we have a winner. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, I'm gonna have to buy you a lot of drinks after that, so you forget how bad I was at this game. Oh my lord, <laughs> that was awful.
2: I'll, I'll <laughs> pray for you at mass on, on Sunday. <laughs>
0: I can't ever say I'm a Broadway fan again. Richard, this no. was really, really lovely. Is there anywhere that people can follow you or come see you or any of the things? I mean, they can sh- watch the Richard Rockett show. You can go on YouTube, but really, I. I'm terrible at
2: social media. I wish I was better, but not. No, I really don't. Because I actually live in the real world. Because people right. who are good social media are terrible in real life. Because you're going to be posting about the life they're not living instead of living it. But I'm on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube. But Richard Rockage, I'm the only one that exists. So I love it. One Rock, we only know? need
0: one. Sir, I hope, I hope to see you soon. I'd love to have you back. And um, thank you so much. For doing this today oh, and I'm gonna go watch please. a lot of TV now.
2: You're <laughs> no, you, should, you should watch some Broadway
0: shows. I need um, to. Yeah. I need I to. <laughs> oh, your
2: heart. Lots of oh, love.
0: Lots of love. And when I'm back up there, there, I'm taking you out. Okay. Yeah, we're going. We're going to film it. That's right. Live.
2: Yeah. All right. No, so-
0: don't, that's not how it works. <laughs> you guys don't go anywhere because we will be back with It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison.